Welcome to Fresh Bread from Candy's Kitchen. Today we are going to go right back to the same story we were looking at last week when we talked about David and Goliath. Only this time we're going to look at it maybe from just a little different perspective. There's a verse in 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 12 that I would like to uh, bring to your attention. It says, Now David was the son of the Ephrathite of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse. And he had eight sons. And the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. What that particular verse tells us, that there was a man named Jesse. And he had eight sons. And one of those sons was David. And it tells us that in this particular days of King Saul that Jesse was an old man. So Jesse was an old man, and David was a young man. Let me say that again. Jesse was indeed an old man, and David was a young man. So now we take a look at this young man uh, whose name is David. And we have David... Uh, taking some cheese and bread that his dad sent to his brothers that were on the battlefield. And David gets to the battlefield and he sees what is happening, which is not a good thing. When he gets there, he sees the Israelite army uh, where his brothers were apart. And he sees them dismayed. And the Bible says they're greatly afraid. And they're afraid because there's this huge giant Goliath that comes out and he shouts to them uh, and scares them. And they run away in fear every time that he comes out. So David is observing all of this. When David decides, I don't see it the way that my brothers and the rest of the army sees this. I see this quite differently. He says... Um, I see this big giant as, yes, he's a giant, but I see him as an uncircumcised Philistine. Now, you have to think a little bit about that word uh, uncircumcised. Now, I have taught uh, Bible classes in the high school for years, and every time we would talk about circumcision, uh, and I'll talk about why here in a minute, Uh, there's always the giggles and the looks between each other uh, because it's just a funny word. Uh, But if you go back into the Old Testament, there was a covenant that God made with Abraham. And that covenant, and I'm going to just really briefly mention it without going into a lot of detail, said, God says to Abraham, I want you to circumcise all the males in your family. And when a baby is born, you would circumcise him on the eighth day, which is quite interesting because only God who designed the body would understand that if you circumcised a baby boy before the eighth day, that it would have bled to death. But God gives this, this, this command, if you will circumcise all the males, then I will take care of you. That's basically what this covenant was. You do this. I'll do this. I will be with you. So when David looks at Goliath, when he comes out to shout at the armies of Israel, 
David looks at him and says, you are an uncircumcised Philistine. You are not part of the covenant of God. And that's where that old man, his father, Jesse, comes into play. Because if you go back to Deuteronomy chapters 5 and 6, there is instruction for a parent to teach their children. And they are to teach their children to walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you and that you may prolong your days in the land which you possess. Dad must have taught David, David, there's a God that is going to prolong your days. There's a God that is going to make things well with you. And somehow that teaching of his father got into his heart. Because when he looks at Goliath, he just sees him as someone that's not part of the covenant. He's somebody that's not part of the promise of God that says, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take you into this land flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to keep you. I am the Lord, your God. I am one Lord. So the gods of the Philistines mean nothing. So David's dad, who is now old while David is young, and we know that because when Goliath finally sees David come out on the battlefield, the Bible says he disdained David. He, he was like, this little punk's coming out here. And what he saw was, and he says it, he saw a youth. He was ruddy and of fair complexion. He saw youth, but what he didn't see was that there was an old man at the same time that had put something into David that just saw things differently than Goliath. Goliath was going to go down. Goliath wasn't part of that covenant. The other thing that we see in this story is that Goliath looks at the children of Israel as the servants of Saul, and he looks at them as the armies of Israel. He only saw things in a political realm. He saw things uh, just as it would have been written out like on a, on a battle plan. These are, this Saul is the head of this army and these are the armies of Israel. But David saw it differently. David said, I see our army as an army of the living God. The God that is all-powerful, the God that promised to keep us, to help us to increase mightily as he promised us, the God of my covenant, the covenant with this uh, army. And so he sees them as the armies of the living God, not as the armies of Israel. There's a big difference there. You can look at somebody and say, oh, that's just, for, let's just say, that's just candy. Well, that's right. And if, if it's just candy going against something, I promise you she's going to lose. She's not smart enough. She doesn't, she doesn't have what it takes. But if you look at candy as candy, the servant 
of Jesus Christ, that's a whole different ball game. And if I go to a battle in the name of the Lord, that's a big difference. So when he sees them as not just armies, this is David here, when he doesn't see them as just armies, but sees them as armies of the living God, boy, there's a confidence that's in him. So Goliath then speaks and he says, I am going to take your flesh and I am going to, at the end of this day, give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. Now he's, he's an old meanie. He's ready to take David and kill him and just feed him to, to the fowls of the air. I think he probably forgot that God cares for the fowls of the air. But anyway, that was his perspective. But David's perspective was quite different. Because when he goes to fight Goliath, he goes to him on the words of his old dad, which says in Deuteronomy chapter 6, that the Lord swear unto the fathers to cast out all thine enemies from before thee as the Lord hath spoken. Ah. So David, taking what his dad must have put into him as a young man, he goes to Goliath, who says he's going to feed him to the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. And he looks at him and says, I listen, let me tell you something. I might be a little young punk in your eyes, but I am coming to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. All the hosts of heaven are under the authority of the Lord. And I am coming in his name. And I am coming in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. You're just looking at us as the armies of Israel, but no, 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 no. This is the army of the God of Israel, and you have defied him. <laughs> and so David now has confidence way beyond his years. But David has a belief system. And that belief system, I am confident, came from an old man that was a little younger when he started teaching David. But this old man taught David what he was supposed to teach him, that there was one Lord, that that one Lord was going to keep them. If you stayed in covenant with this one Lord, God was going to give the victory in this this land that he had promised to Abraham forever and ever and ever. David, we always give credit and, and we should to the fact that David was a shepherd. And while he's a shepherd boy, he's learning about God. He's singing songs to God. He's, he's learning um, the ways of war with that uh, slingshot and rocks and he kills a lion and he kills a bear and all that and all of that is true but prior to that there was someone that taught him about that God that he sang to that he talked to that he prayed to when he was a shepherd boy and now that teaching was going to pay off because David was able to go to Goliath in the name of the Lord that his dad had taught him. 
in the victory, in the thinking of victory that his dad had put in his heart. David, God's going to take care of us. David, we're in covenant with God. David, 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 just trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And David did. And David takes onto that battlefield, puts that stone in that slingshot and, and hits this man right square in the forehead. Uh, here's a man that has armor on him that weighs, I don't know, they say 150 to 200 pounds, but he finds the right spot. The man goes down immediately. David runs over and uh, it doesn't say he jumped on him, but I'm pretty sure that's what he did because he jumps on him and he stood on him. It says he ran and stood upon the Philistine, took his sword, drew it out of the sheep, slew it, cut off his head, and he was dead. David had victory. David had victory, I suggest, because he thought differently. And I suggest that he thought differently because someone had taught him about covenant with God and someone had taught him that there is a great God that gives victory. I'm so thankful for the people in my life. I'm thankful for my parents specifically that taught me that there was a God, that he was worth serving, that he would be there in the times of my stress, in the times of my troubles. And I am thankful for that. And I'm thankful for everyone that has ever taught anyone about the word of God and about the promises of God and the covenant with God. We have a covenant with God. God is going to be there for us. He's going to fight our battles. But we have to stand strong in him and in the power of his might. It's interesting that part of the army that was afraid was David's brothers. They had been taught the same things that David had. But somehow it didn't translate as much as it did with David. But the good thing is, at the end of this story, all of the army of Israel that belonged to God shouted for victory. I think it was a reminder to those young, those older boys, those older guys uh, above David, that yes, there was a God. And yes, I do remember dad teaching me that. I'm telling you, we've got to teach. We're getting older now. The Bible says the older is going to teach the younger. We've got to teach those that are younger than us. We've got to teach our families. We've got to teach our friends. We've got to talk often of the word of the Lord. There's nothing like God's word. Let's encourage each other and let's win the battle in the name of the Lord. We are part of the covenant of God. Now, take out your journals and write something down. I got a wonderful letter this week of someone telling me about a battle that the Lord had fought in their family. And it did my heart good. Let's write it down. Write down. We're part of the covenant. Write down your stories. God bless you.